Hello, I'm Shalom. And I'm Courtney, and this is Almost Nerdy. We love sci-fi, we love fantasy, we love all things nerdy. And we are about to spoil this movie for you, so make sure you've already watched it. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode three of Christ. Wait, is this episode, episode three? Four. Okay, so episode <laughs> four. <laughs> and I said it so confidently. You did. Too. Very confident. Wow. Well, we're not gonna edit that. <laughs> so, episode four of Crisis, and we come back to my favorite movies of all time. A uh, movie, yeah. one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it's part of my favorite trilogy. Yes. And, Lord uh, of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Yes, and Return of the King. But we're doing Fellowship of the we're Ring. We're doing Fellowship. I was like, today. wait, she loves adding movies. I was now getting excited, but I, I had to pull myself back. <laughs> you know, clearly I'm out of control already. Already. Classic Shalom. <laughs> Classic. So if you have been listening to us for a while, then you know that we recently did The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings on Second Breakfast, our series. Second Breakfast. So, if you want to hear more about this movie outside of the context where we're just analyzing the movie itself right. and mm-hmm. comparing it to the book, actually, yes. we then break it down go back, bit. listen to Second Breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. We, uh, especially Shalom, like really hecking loves the yes. Tolkien universe. So, yes. he it gets very into it. If yeah. you want to completely nerd out with him, mm-hmm. listen to those. Otherwise, today we're focusing mostly on crisis and the crisis here is that they have discovered a magical ring and they right. need to decide what to do with it right right bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. and um i i like i love this movie i love the sense of adventure i love the sense of just going outside of the regular hobbit world like i'm a hobbit by nature <laughs> like i just like i love like i love hobbits i feel like I'm I'm a hobbit in real life. He is. You have really big feet. I have really big feet. You have I do. Curly hair. I have curly hair. You love not going anywhere. I love folding my pants. Oh yeah, Shalom loves folding his pants. I don't like wearing shoes. Hates wearing shoes. And yeah, it's just, loves eating a million meals a day. I just love. That's one of the Tea most time? brilliant ideas. We just have all these lovely meals throughout <laughs> the day, and it's all like just tasty stuff. And then you can like just smoke smoke a pipe. <laughs> and like I mean I prefer whiskey so I'm sure hobbies drink whiskey or oh, oh, beer I love beer it's just not good for me but I love beer good beer good beer good so, IPA therefore you know? clearly a hobbit clearly clearly a hobbit <laughs> so again we're only focusing on Fellowship of the Ring for this right. one I always laugh because this book slash movie is called mm. fellowship of the ring and yeah. they like have a fellowship for all of like two seconds <laughs> <laughs> and then it's gone so anyway we will dive into this we're gonna take a quick break and mm. then we will dive into this movie yep so welcome back 
Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to start with one of my favorite quotes from pretty much any movie ever. Mm. Uh, it's in the book as well. But again, we're focusing mostly on the movie. So I'm going to yeah. mostly talk about the movie, <laughs> even though we'll probably get sidetracked and talk about the book at some probably. point. Um, and I, we, again, if you've listened to Second Breakfast, you've heard me talk about this quote. You probably know it. Pretty famous. It got like memed around when the pandemic started. Mm. So here we go. I wish it need not to have happened in my time, said Frodo. So do I, said Gandalf, and so do all who live to see such times. But it's not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what we do with the time that is given to us. That's deep. I think, That's like, deep. what a response to crisis, mm, right? What like, a response. What a response to yeah. crisis. And I know that when the pandemic started and then when we started having all of these protests um, in response to the death of George Floyd and then Breonna Taylor and like, you know, just Model all Reed, like just everything. Yeah. Yes. It was like, everybody was kind of like, okay, um, it's a pandemic. Mm. And now on top of that, you're going to mm. freaking throw like riots and protests and all mm. this stuff. And like having these deep conversations on top of already having mm. some of the most trying times, mm-hmm. the economy, like the economy. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, when you yeah. hear when you hear words like, you know, economic decline and things like that, mm. like um, a depression, you know, it's mm. scary. I mean, I was 18 the last time that mm. the U.S. had a depression. And it's mm. like these words mean much more when you're an adult who lives on right. their own and has to pay their own bills. So right. it's like this feels very different to me now than it mm-hmm. did back in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But Absolutely. I just absolutely love that quote. I love that it's talking about crisis and how to respond to crisis. Mm -hmm. Like, so what do we do with it? Mm -hmm. Um, And Shalom and I were kind of discussing just the scene when the fellowship is being brought together together and we're at Rivendell. And we love that because, and especially in the book, Mm -hmm. that conversation Mm -hmm. is just so deep and you get to have this just rich conversation about like, what do you do mm-hmm. when a crisis is afoot? Like mm. in in Middle Earth, mm-hmm. they know that this evil is gonna is coming, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. have different options. Mm-hmm. We can basically be so far removed. Hobbits, I'm looking at you. You're so far removed from the issue that you don't mm-hmm. even know that it's happening. Yeah, the hobbits were pretty separated from very separated the situation. Yeah, we have people who want to use it. Boromir, I'm looking at you. They want mm-hmm. to use the evil against the evil to defeat the evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have uh, getting to the root of the cause mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. We have people who know that it's there and they ignore it. This is from the book. That's our mm-hmm. uh, friend, Tom Bombadil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just like, he. <laughs> I love when Gandalf's like, oh, if you gave the ring to me, just forget about it. Because like, yeah. he just <laughs> doesn't, care. doesn't care about it. Yeah. So I think did I hit all the sides? I feel like maybe I'm missing. I mean, something. you've got Saruman who who is kind of he wants to use it for his own gain. He actually doesn't want to use it to defeat oh, yes. the enemy. Saruman. He actually Forgot wants about the him. power of the ring itself. He wants to own that. Yeah. So he pretends to, or rather, he allies himself to Sauron because he's going like, yeah, we can we can look to the side and, and see some of the evil things it does. But I'm gonna build my own Urukai. Like, mm-hmm. who, like who will basically just, you know, do my bidding. And then when mm-hmm. the timing's right, I'll grab the ring and make it my own. Then it's mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's he's definitely like a, a, a different 
perspective too. Mm -hmm. So I think just like looking at the real world. um, I mean, I feel like some of this kind of relates to the pandemic, but I think I would say more just on like race relations in the U.S. I think it's more like applicable. Yeah, I I thought it was applicable like with 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 sort of like the different playing fields that that you're seeing nowadays when it comes to the race conversation mm-hmm. and i love i love that the protests happened this year especially this year because the whole country's on pause i think mm-hmm. it really comes back to what you said about what Ghana says says about what do you do with the time that has been given to you yeah and i feel like we've been given this time and it's so heartbreaking you know just thinking about the death that that has happened and uh i grieve i grieve every day it breaks my heart just to think of the number of families where a loved one passed away and they couldn't even like touch them or be there with them. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's just the horror of just death in loneliness is with and, the pandemic. You're right. With the pandemic. Up. Yeah. With it's just, it's just heartbreaking on the other side, it has caused the country to pause and that, and we did that pause the, all the, 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 the the demonstrations have been happening the mm-hmm. protests have been happening and and i feel like it's been the perfect time to have that many people are calling it the reckoning right mm-hmm. where companies and organizations are on pause so they are rethinking themselves right mm-hmm. and i think this time has been given to us as painful and i cannot stress enough how hard and difficult mm-hmm. it is but this time has also been given to us to stop and pause and reflect and do better moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. Once we're out of this, we can do better and have a better world for everyone, right? And so that is something that 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 I think about when God, with what Gandalf said. And then when it comes to the ring itself, I think that, yes, the ring for me does represent you know, racism, right? In mm-hmm. my mind, like that's what I'm latched on to right now. And, and I think of different ways that people have wanted to use racism, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll speak generally and, and then maybe touch on one that we talked about that I feel mostly um, tied to, right? So you have, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start off with Saruman. So Saruman is like, Yo, I can I can like control this racism and like use it for myself and have power, right? For me, Saruman represents people of color who have they know there's racism, but they they intentionally use it as a way to be the special ones within a secluded group of people, right? So, for example. Republican Party right now. You see your personalities like Candace Owens, your personalities like, I think it's uh, Sugar and Spice or something. <laughs> like, interesting name. Ter- uh, Terrence uh, Howard, I think. And these personalities who are very, very adamant that there's no systemic racism. Mm. Like, they'll go and say there's nothing. There's none of that, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of it, you can see they're using that racism, right, as a tool Right to make themselves liked by the Republican Party, mm-hmm. you know, who are clearly right now like aligned with like hardcore racism, mm-hmm. and then they get welcomed, and then they get this position that nobody else is getting, yeah. and then they get funds, they get stuff, they get money, 
it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So to them, I can imagine them being like, Saruman being like, I'm going to ally with the enemy. Mm-hmm. Somehow I'm going to use it to my advantage so that I gain from it. Mm-hmm. So that I gain from it, right? And then you have Boromir who is kind of like, give us the ring so that we can like fight him. We can fight him back. We can like, you know, for me it represents, I think, people of color who are like, for for us to fight racism, we have to be racist, right? We have to be racist too. Which, okay, using the terms we use today, it's not possible because you have to be the majority. You have to have the power <clears throat> to be racist. Mm-hmm. You can be prejudiced. Um, but I think the idea is to say things like, you know, black people have better genes and, and kind of use that rhetoric mm-hmm. back at white people and right? mm-hmm. say, we are in fact better than you, you yeah. know? And, and that too is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. That is a wrong perspective. You're trying to use hate to fight hate. And eventually that, actually what I, what I love about Lord of the Rings is that the people that, that try to do that, they got consumed, yeah, they you get know? consumed by hatred. Yeah. Boromir has slowly become one of my favorite characters. Yes. The more I think about Boromir, the more I'm like, I'm like, man, that guy was complex. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, he was mm-hmm. complex. And, like, I remember watching this movie when I was young, you know? I'm, like, yes. a kid, and it's, like, I relate to Frodo because mm. I'm, like, I'm, like, Frodo's right. Frodo knows what to do. Like, he's doing it. Like, you know, I was the idealist child. Right. Which makes sense. Because just, you know, I'm little, relate to the hobbits. Like, it's fine. (laughs) But Boromir, like, when you think about, I I just think about, like, the closeness to a situation. Right. Mm. And when you're close to a situation, like, how almost, like, I think I want to use the word crazy. Like, how almost, like, crazy you get. Mm. Kind of, like, people looking, you're like, oh, man, that was drastic. Like, what you just did is drastic. Like, I even think, like, some comments that I make, and it's like, I almost feel like I need to, like, preface them. Mm. Where I'm like, I'm like, I know you're going to feel like this is drastic, Mm. but I think it's sexist for people to right. call the women in our office or the ladies in our office girls. Like, I've actually changed the culture of our office recently mm. and been like, I don't want you to calling any of us who girls. are mm. who are between the ages of 25 to 35. Like, I don't mm. want you calling any of us girls. Mm. Because you're women. Yeah. You're, we're women. Mm-hmm. You're actually, in your terms, mm. degrading us mm. so that you can... So that you can, like, talk to us however you want because right. we're on the customer service team. Right. And I, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's one of those things where it's, like, you sound drastic mm-hmm. when you're close to a situation mm-hmm. because those are things that are so little. Like, that's such a mm-hmm. little thing. Like, it's just right. a little cultural thing, but it's right. actually degrading. I mean, full disclosure, I, 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 I've, you've been working me, too, like, in the last <laughs> month. Right, <laughs> about the same thing. Once and, Mulan, and, uh, once it was in the Mulan. In the movie. Mulan, and I, I said I can't remember. Did I say that? Did I? What? I can't remember. The movie says that, and then we had the conversation. No, or I said we had that. already had the conversation about the like girl, girl. like, and, and I was like, I was like, well, when you say girl, it's like endearment, but <laughs> I think. I think I understand now. I think I understand. I'm I'm starting to catch myself when I say it, or when I say like girl, like yeah, that girl's like, and I'm like woman, that woman, like I'm stopping myself because I I get it. I get I get where you're coming from in terms of 
just how that has been used as a weapon to mm-hmm. kind of belittle someone or when you're arguing with a woman and you call a girl to almost like shrink yeah that shrink girl in the office like you're shrinking the right. value not that little girls are not valuable but almost like a way to say like oh you're not old enough to have this conversation because well, i would me. never say i would never say like the boy in the office like you yeah. would just never say that about That's a man true. like yeah, you right. wouldn't right right you would say the guy the male like you would never say you would just never say boy the boy in the office you just would never do that yeah Um, and i think i think the same um we i remember um when shalom was working for a church Mm. there was a woman who was very 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 passionate about adoption right and she would say certain things mm. or like and and not even like not even like wild things but mm. she you know she would be talking about adoption people would be like you're crazy but i do think like the closer you are to an issue mm-hmm. like almost like it's almost like to keep yourself from having to do something like mm. you then categorize that person as crazy. And I think that exactly. that's been happening for a long time with racism exactly. as well, mm-hmm. where it's like people are like, there's no systemic racism. Like mm. now we are like, fi- like it's like mm. finally, like people are seeing police brutality for right. like what it really is. Like finally, mm-hmm. like finally. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm hoping that like it trickles down to schooling. It trickles down right. to like community right. projects. Like just that like people can see like there is clearly systemic racism right. in the US. Right. And like, honestly, even saying that six years ago, mm. people would call you insane. They would mm-hmm. be like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But right. the closer you are to an issue, mm-hmm. I think almost like I, I get Boromir so much more now because I'm mm-hmm. like, he I'm makes like, so much sense. He was, so close like literally Mm -hmm. from his little castle thing Mm -hmm. he could look over and see the enemy like gearing Mm -hmm. up to like Mm -hmm. take over all of middle earth Mm -hmm. so it's like Mm -hmm. that's why he like has these passionate views and it's like right i get i get why he goes down that hateful path right i get it because i think it's like almost in our nature to want to like fight violence with violence like yeah i get it yeah you know, he, even he, now, it's right. like, even now with, like, police violence and mm. all that, it's like, people are like, we want to see those cops locked up. Like, mm-hmm. and like it's not equal. Mm-hmm. Like, stop with these settlements. Like, right. stop with paying us money. Like, mm-hmm. we don't want, like, we want that person to still be alive. Your money mm-hmm. isn't enough. Like, right. we want, we exactly. want justice. And, like, and that's why I think, like, these protests get violent because it's like, mm-hmm. violence with violence. Like, it's just like you get so worked up. And I mean, we we need to clarify that, like, you know, the majority of the protests don't have violence. They don't. You know, like, I mean, nine, I think it's 93% are peaceful. Yes. So it's like the 7% where there's destruction of property and stuff like that. But even that, you, you can look at that and say, like, sometimes people are very frustrated to the point that they don't know what else to do. Yes. You know, they talk about the the Black Panthers, for example, you know, the, the story or rather the narrative that a lot of white people know about the Black Panthers is these dudes were just like wanting to kill white people, right? Yeah. But it's like, no, these guys are coming out of a time where there was segregation. There was like, you know, the civil rights movement was happening at a time when the black people were getting beat up. They were getting Mm -hmm. abused, killed. And and these guys are like, hey, we need to protect our own communities. We need to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's so important to think about that. I mean, they were known... You know, there were known. Uh, there's a rap actually who said a line. He said, "You know, um, you say that that Black Panthers were terrorists, 
but I I remember my mom telling me how they fed her, you know, eggs and grits, you know, something like that, yeah. you know, and, and I thought that was powerful, like, hey, like, these guys were all about the community, and there was a sense of anger, mm-hmm. even though we don't believe that hate cures yes. the, the, the deep sense of racism, you know what I mean? America went through a civil war, right? Yeah. And America right now, right now we are, I, I 100% believe with this election coming up, we are, it's, it's an echo of, you know, the yeah. civil war, you know, like yeah. um, yesterday, Joe Biden did a speech at Gettysburg. Yeah. Right. And so that means like we, we're, we're having some flashbacks, you know, even though yeah. a lot of none of us were alive at that time. But we're having collectively as a nation of flashbacks to a time when the country was so divided that people were willing to go to war with each other. And so definitely we know that the solution is not another civil war yeah. or more killings or more violence. But you have to you have to empathize. You have to as a as a white person in terms of when it comes to race, there needs to be a sense of, of empathy to say, wow. I can imagine what it's like for you to deal with violence every day. Mm-hmm. For, for those who live in the inner city who deal with police violence and brutality, you know. Mm-hmm. And then maybe scaling it back a little bit, like we have friends who have more conversations on race with white people who deny racism mm-hmm. than us, right? And so they, you can see sometimes they get tired and frustrated and yeah. sometimes they lash out and... It, we should, rather than just looking at them saying, oh, why are you lashing out? Why are you mm-hmm. going crazy? Like like how we thought about Boromir, or how I thought about Boromir at first, we were like, oh, Boromir is being a jerk, right? <laughs> but it's like, no, Boromir is, they're at the front line and they're dying. Yeah. They're dying. They're at war constantly whilst mm-hmm. everyone else is having tea and cake, you know, in the Shire. Yeah. They're like out there like dying. And so it makes sense that they just like, we just need this to end. If, if this weapon helps us to win, we're going to take it. So I can see his personality yeah. uh, being someone that as we grow up and understand life more, mm-hmm. you can empathize with. Yeah. And your 90, like your 93% peaceful. I mean, if you look at the fellowship, they're almost all peaceful. Right. Except all Boromir. Like, so right. it's like, you're always going to have that one little percentage. Right. That's right. Like, that's like violence, right. violence. Right. And even that percentage needs to be taken with empathy. Not like just yeah. going like, oh my gosh. Like not used as an excuse to to say, oh, you see, you see, you yeah, see. You that's see? why we can't support the yep. Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm like, get out of here. That's an excuse. <laughs> you know? So can we not support the Fellowship of the Ring? Like, and what they were doing just because Boromir got tempted? Right. Like, so let's you just know? Give the ring to Sauron. Yeah, let's just give it to him. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. And so then we have, we have, you know, Tom Bombadil who brush over that. Like it's kind of like he want minding his own business, and also we in time together with the hobbits who are kind of oblivious of what's oh, happening. Yeah, so they're oblivious. untouched so far. Yeah. In the book, they they are touched. You know, they well, we kind of get a little Saruman. bit of a hint of that actually in this. In this movie with Galadriel's vision in the, like, that little bowl thing how that... it will end up. Yeah, how mm-hmm. it will end up. But mm-hmm. in the books, um, Suraman. Yeah. I always mix up those two. Suraman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he actually, he actually goes and rules over the hobbits. Right. And they have to kick 
they actually have to kick him out. Fight him. Mm-hmm. Um, which mm-hmm. I think is so interesting because isn't it interesting that like the second that like some of the hobbits become like woke, like they're <laughs> like <laughs> that's when the the rest of the hobbits kind of get in trouble, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they're aware of the mm-hmm. situation now. Like I kind of feel like again right. to bring it back to like race and everything. It's like once a few white people are like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> Right. This is really an issue. Right. Like, now you actually have, like, white people policing other white people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think is really interesting. I had a friend tell mm-hmm. me a story. Um, her dad is in, like, a motorcycle group club thing. Mm. And he's, like, the leader. Right. <laughs> and one of the motorcycle dudes, like, said something pretty racist. And another guy confronted him about it. Right. And... And then my friend's dad, like, was just silent during Mm. it. And the one guy actually quit their group. Mm -hmm. And he told my friend's dad that they blamed him because Mm. he didn't do anything. And my friend actually had to have a really great conversation with her dad, which she's never had before. Mm, That's good. um, Because he's just been blissfully ignorant of Mm. this whole thing. And she was like, she was like, well... You know, you can't just sit by now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're held accountable. Like, mm-hmm. you, silence is being complacent. Mm-hmm. Silence is you mm-hmm. basically saying that you approve of that guy's actions. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't say something, like, that's mm-hmm. an issue. So, I think it's interesting that, like, it is it is a thing. It's like, once, like, some people start becoming aware of a situation, mm. some more people kind of get dragged into the conversation. Yes. And I think... There are lots of hobbits out there who probably didn't want to get dragged into the war, and they did because mm. Frodo and his friends went on adventures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that's <laughs> you know? kind of what we're experiencing right now. Yeah. It's kind of like it's like everybody, every like you know, white people from the suburbs are going are protesting. I was at a yeah. protest last month, I think, where it was like majority white people mm-hmm. were, uh, and supporting Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and and I would I I I couldn't have predicted it. That yeah. it would happen anytime soon. Like yeah. the number of people that were outside and confronting other white people who are like fighting them and saying, you know, blue lives matter or all lives matter. And and those conv- like confrontations for me spoke volumes of just like what waking up can do. It does lead to confrontations a mm-hmm. lot of times. Mm-hmm. So the hobbits are kind of like having their like hobbit days and just chilling <laughs> and doing their thing. And then like, the war event, it'll eventually get to you. Yes. You know, and I feel like we've reached that point now yeah. where it has eventually it's gotten to all, like, yeah, right, to mm-hmm. the suburbs where they're going like, what the heck? These cops are crooked. You know, yeah. like, the, what's going on? Not not all cops, by the way. Like, yeah. it's, but the system itself has been created to protect the bad cops. Yeah. And so they're trying, that. I think that's the conversation now. It's like, what do we do with it? Well, how do we, how do we deal with that? And I think we'll touch on that when we get to Frodo. Yeah, I read a really great quote today. It was like, it was talking about how it was like, it says something like, we understand that like not all cops are bad, but you should be concerned about the roots of a plant if it is producing a couple bad apples. Right. Like, that's actually an issue, and right. which is why I think that kind of flows right into Frodo. Right. Where Frodo is like, hey, let's actually get rid of this ring properly. Like, right, let's, let's do it proper. Yes. And the, uh, yeah, it wasn't really his idea. He does volunteer. He to, volunteers. To I think do it's Gandalf's it. idea. Right. And and I think the, the, the opposite of that, uh, just 
maybe brush over it a bit is like it's just to try and destroy it immediately is to say like oh racism is here let's come up with one quick sweep solution right mm. like like what um Gimli tried to do oh, he Gimli. just picked up he just yeah, picked up the axe and just got beat on over. it and he just got like you know blown over and I think that represents a lot of times people who try and just have short term solutions mm-hmm. to a a systemic problem that was built over a very hundreds of years yeah and I think that it's going to take a lot of conversations it's going to take a lot of change it's going to take a lot of boldness a lot of um you know determination to get to the bottom of it and destroy the ring like destroy racism mm-hmm. from its root yeah you can't just like be like you know they like look we have come up with this new law or whatever for me it kind of makes me think of just people go like well there was slavery and then there was emancipation and then there was segregation and then you had you know the the like civil rights movement and the success that came out of that Mm -hmm. and then everything was fine everything was fixed everything was solved no more racism racism has been destroyed it's like no (laughs) No. things did not happen like you know because the bill that was signed after a week after martin luther died right did not solve everything yeah you know because i feel like a lot of people feel like that was the magic wand that fixed everything you know and and like no it was there were systemic issues and even then even then a lot of people you know, when you talk about the righteous majority, the, 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 all these groups started to create systems that op- continue to oppress black people. Yeah. Like, or create a new way of oppressing black people and, and keeping them down yeah. throughout, like, like time until here. now. Right. And, and so, and so we're not dealing with like, oh my gosh, and then they just turned around and everything else. I know they just found a new way to oppress black people. Now is the time where, where we're going like, wow, there is there are some deep issues. There are people who are behind the scenes who are like politicians and, and not just politicians, the system itself behind the scenes was structured to oppress black people. So now we need to dismantle it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of where we are right now. It's like, there's no magic trick, no no like magic spell that was cast and then fixed racism it's like no we are being called on a journey to carry the string through very difficult conversations ups and downs Mm -hmm. challenges and stuff like that and yes there'll be laws that need to to be passed there'll be things that companies need to do to change their ways but then eventually get us a place where we just uproot racism and destroy it Mm -hmm. And, and so that that brings us to Frodo, which is like that journey, like, and it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's a difficult journey. And I think the other thing that I love, oh my gosh, I just like, I love just like the human insight of the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Like, right. I just hecking love it because Fro- like, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. Frodo actually fails. Frodo actually freaking fails and I think that it's so important to see like how easy it is for Mm. even like the best of us to be corrupted Mm -hmm. like I just I just love it like Mm -hmm. it's it sounds sounds, like really twisted but like Mm -hmm. I just think like that's the reality of life like Mm -hmm. we 
I think we have good intentions and we try our best. Um, mm. But I do think that that's why like mm. journeys are meant to be had with many people yes. to keep us accountable and all yes. of that. Like mm-hmm. Sam had his freaking job. Like that was a hard job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and he seemed made off. for it. He seemed very like, like yeah. a great, great friend. And yeah. in the book, he's a servant. And he was just like there for Frodo. He was there and mm. he got, he got him through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the other thing, and, like, you kind of hit on this a little bit, is it, like, destroying... And it doesn't just end with destroying the ring. Like, mm. there's all these other mini roots as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the books, after they destroy the ring, they actually have to, like, go through all the towns and, like, get rid of the followers. Yes. Like, that's do. an extra step. Like, yeah. they, I don't think they do that in the movies. They don't. Um, even the extended edition. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with when you look at The Hobbit... Um, the one thing that I really like is like, okay, they get this dragon mm-hmm. out of the out of the mountain, right? Mm-hmm. But then right. the dragon goes and then attacks this town, and then they have to deal with the consequences mm-hmm. of their journey. Like they right. had this ultimate journey where they wanted to like kill this dragon, get rid of this dragon, right. and then the dragon actually creates a bigger issue, right? And then now there's the the battle of five armies. Right. So it's like I love that like you get to see like. There are no simple, Mm. there's, all of these are complex. It's very Mm. complex. And I think when we talk about racism, yeah, I do love that you can kind of feel that in this Mm -hmm. movie. You can feel the, like, Mm. the similarities of, like, the difficult decision to be like, hey, let's do the route. Like, Mm. let's, let's hit the route. And Mm -hmm. I think, in theory, everybody's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, doing the root cause makes the most sense. But it's, like, at the end of the day, right. it is so freaking hard. Like, it's so freaking it's hard. hard. Because it's, like, okay, so let's talk about let's talk about police brutality. Okay, right. now, now we have to talk about policing unions. Okay, now we got to talk about police budgets. Okay, now we need to talk mm-hmm. about, like, these things. And it's, Should like... Should we defund or abolish or yes, <laughs> add more so, funds so that, you know... <laughs> yes, exactly. And then it's, like, do we technically fire the whole force? And mm. then do we hire them back on? Like, mm. what, like... And again, now you're looking at people and livelihoods and jobs. And mm-hmm. it's like you're making these really, really freaking hard decisions. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard. It's just really hard. And um, yeah, I think mm. that's what I love about this movie is just at yeah. the end of the day, like it's about making hard decisions and mm-hmm. those complex mm-hmm. ideas around it. Yeah. And I think it, it, it kind of touches on a, on, on a lot of other issues like climate change like oh yeah like yeah, any hard we're, we're, decision we're like wow like these are issues that we need to do this i mean climate change we need to we need to address it in order to survive we need to address it and and it's like it's like okay like things like fracking laws like should we just like just stop it immediately or should we do it gradually should we do it there's just so many so so many so many ideas that people have in terms of how to move forward but what i love is that like we can we can actually come hand in hand and have the conversations have the debates and this some of them will be hard some mm-hmm. of them will be painful mm-hmm. but as we continue to work together like what you said like you had sam and you had all these other elements that allowed this mission to be a, a, a success so it wasn't just frodo by himself who 
brought about the success of the journey. It was a lot of people who participated in mm-hmm. that. And and at the end, the distraction. Right. In the end, it's like... I don't know what that looks like in our world. I'm like, what? So we distract all of the all right. the white racist white people to look over here while we go well, we fix it and we over like, <laughs> to be, like, to be what honest, does that look like <laughs> like i i i miss i just miss i just miss uh uniting figures in power you know mm. I, I miss that i miss yeah people who can just unite people and listen to everyone yeah right and be able to talk to because i'm like that's why i i'm I'm excited for where we're headed. If things go the way they should, if you're paying attention to America, you know exactly what I'm saying right now. And and we need, we need, we need, we need leaders that bring us together, right? Who don't just like send out troops to to beat down one group, right? Whilst uplifting another. But you need someone who says, okay, we're all Americans. We're gonna force each other to the table of conversation, yeah. right, and talk about this. Yes, there is systemic racism; it is there. How are we gonna deal with it? We're yeah. not looking to destroy anyone's life, but we're we're saying equality is a must. There's no negotiation about that. Yeah. But how we do it and how we bring it about, and and then a lot of times when you do that, the the very aggressive terrorist personalities, right who are just like hateful and want to just kill the other side and, and, and attack, they get exposed a lot of times. Right. Yeah. And, and, and people who are not for that begin, begin to realize, Oh my gosh, I don't want to be part of that. I don't yeah. want to be part of this group of people that are so aggressive. I want to, yes, I can still have my different ideas, but I don't want to be part of a group that wants, wants to just punish the other side for, uh, and, and just dominate. I want to actually bring my ideas, debate, and act and actually bring about um, change. So mm-hmm. that's just something that I I find very very exciting for what's ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Frodo definitely represents that. It's the because you he meets a lot of personal. He meets Faramir along yes. the way. Faramir who brings about a whole who helps him along. Yeah, but it was a challenge. They had to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. So that's just something that I I get I get super super like encouraged by it to be like yeah mm-hmm. we're on a journey and eventually we'll, we'll we'll have we'll come to a place where equality is something that is a must mm-hmm. to the point that the moment any form of inequality pops up we as a society black white whoever will squash it yeah you know? because i don't think humans are perfect we're not mm-hmm. but i think that we can reach a place of unity and agreement with good leadership it doesn't have to be. It can be Republican, Democrat. It can't be just a, uh, like a like a a, br- a brute or a fascist. You weak. That won't work. Mm-hmm. It has to be someone who says, "Hey, we have different ideas. I have ideas that are different from yours, but I want to bring people together, and we're actually going to have the conversation. If we need to define the police, what does that mean? Like, what what would that look like? Oh, maybe we don't need to, to do that. Maybe let's do something like this that allows for." greater accountability, greater training, and also funds going to where we don't have, like, I mean, New York spends a quarter billion, a quarter billion dollars on, on settlements. It's like, mm. wow, can you mm-hmm, imagine mm-hmm. if you did not have to just beat up people and do stupid things, that quarter billion could be used for something else than paying off families that, that, um, families that are complaining and want, want to sue the police department. And so, 
So it's stuff like that that I've, I'm excited for. I just think that we're at a point where America is realizing that you need that sort of leadership that sees both sides, not for the sake of compromise and saying like, oh, maybe we need a little bit of racism. No, that's there's absolutely no racism. But to destroy it, you have to woo the other side to your side and say, hey, for us to survive together, we need to actually come together to the table and fix it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. All right. So we're going to round this up. Yes. Uh, we are not going to do a conclusion for crisis. Yeah. I, I feel like um, our black stories needed a conclusion. Yeah. Whereas I don't, I feel like this is kind of a nice self encapsulating yeah. Yeah. series. Um, it doesn't really need, need an ending. Yeah. Um, we are going to take a few weeks off because life is kind of exhausting right now. Yeah, we're probably going to go past the election. I don't know. Like, like it was the election. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see what happens. And and if there's stuff we need to respond to, like like we did last time, we, yeah, we, we will. We felt compelled to yeah. do a tribute to Chadwick Boswell. Yeah, we did. But maybe something happened, or I don't know, like that caused us to come back on and, and do... Maybe an episode where we address yeah. something. I, I don't know, but at this we're rate, flexible to that. Be after but, the election. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, probably after the election. Mm-hmm. Get like get ready. Know, just make sure, guys, you vote. Your vote matters. This is something that, like, I just I I cannot stress this enough. Like, we are at a very important moment. It's crisis. It's, it's a, a crisis. crisis. A voting so crisis. You might feel like a hobbit and feel like you're not important, but what you do matters. To Middle Earth. <laughs> to Middle Earth. You know what I mean? Middle Earth, the US. <laughs> <laughs> it matters. So get your Hobbit butt to the polling station and vote. because you Or know, by mail. Or by mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do early voting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just from my research, I'm just learning. I'm like, just do your early voting. Yeah, because, the second mind comes yeah, in. Yeah, there's been just so much tainting of the mail system Mm -hmm. that I advise people to say just for us to not have a weird situation where on the night of the election, it's like, we don't know who won. There's so much. You can also deliver yours. You can also deliver yours. In our county, I can bring mine to the courthouse Yes, and you give it to the guard. Right. And the guard takes it into the proper place. Right. If you do, if you don't want to mail. I'm not sure what it's like in all states and all counties, but in Pennsylvania, that's what it is. Right. And, and so try to do it as in person as you can. I, at least that's my that's my advice from mm-hmm. the research I'm doing. I believe in mail-in ballots. I, be, I don't believe that nonsense of, you know, just whatever. Rivers. Bah, right, rivers <laughs> and creeks. Like, I don't believe that nonsense. What, what I will say, though, is that just for the sake of us having clarity on the night of yeah. the election, I encourage people to, to vote as in person as, as they can. I wish I could vote. But this is such a crazy year. I couldn't yeah. get my citizenship on time. Yeah. But in time to vote. Yeah. I would just be a resident and, and cheer you guys on <laughs> on the day and just like, you know, uh, holla. Okay. So yeah. hopefully we're going to go after Sloan's voting thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I think I think we might come back with gaslighting. I'm, I'm looking for a third movie. Yeah. I've got two in mind. Oof. I'm looking wow. for a third one because mm. I feel like gaslighting is a term that people are talking about a lot lately. And I mm. think that it's worth talking about. It's and, and it's topic. in movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sensitive topic. It's in yeah. movies. I think 
I think we're going to come back with that. So yeah. I need to find a third movie. I've got two in mind, and I, I need to find one more. So mm. if I find one more, then it's definitely going to be gaslighting. Yes. If not, I don't know. Guys, life is so hectic right now. Yeah. And work is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, with pandemic <sighs> stuff, right. like, just life is very weird right now. So we're going to give ourselves a little bit of space. Yeah. And a break. Yeah. So. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on this nerdy journey. We'll talk to you soon. Soon, yes. Bye.